I need a little more volume in the mic. In this text, you will find that Jesus had just left the eastern side of the Lake of Galilee where he had just confronted a man who was possessed so there in Galilee we witness Jesus's power over demons and now in this particular pericope we will experience Jesus's power over disease and death uh, so after Jesus left Galilee, he traveled back six miles across the northern tip of the lake of Galilee to the western side of Capernaum. Uh, so when they made it to their destination, after traveling the sea, a multitude of people began to gather around Jesus. But in the midst of this selfish, self-righteous, and fickle crowd, there were two people who stood out. These two people are interesting. They didn't know each other. One was a man and one was a woman. One name was Jairus. One didn't have a name. Uh, one was rich and one was poor. One was respected and one was rejected. One was honored and one was ashamed. One was leading the synagogue. The other one was excommunicated from the synagogue. One had a 12-year-old daughter dying and one had a 12-year-old disease suffering. They didn't know each other had problems just for clarification and re-verification Jairus did not know the woman with the blood issue and the woman with the blood issue did not know Jairus with the daughter issue uh, but what they both did know uh, is that they both had issues uh, and they needed Jesus to heal them uh, and if we were just real with ourselves uh, and real with each other right up in here and stop acting bad and bougie, sanctified and sedated with the holy halo over our head, uh, acting like we got it all together, looking like you've been sucking on a lemon all your life. Uh, if you can stop acting all bougie, uh, and we all got problems. Uh, we all got issues. Uh, your problem may not be my problem, uh, and my problem may not be your problem. But we all got problems. Your problem may be smaller and my problem may be big, but we got problems. My problem may be having too many bills. Your problem may be you acting like you ain't got no bills at all. Huh? But we got problems. My problem may be folk lying, hating, and backstabbing me. And your problem may be folk being envious, evil, and conniving. But we got problems. If we were all just real, we all got problems. So Jairus gets to Jesus and tells Jesus about his dying daughter 
Jesus started toward Jairus' house to perform one miracle, but Jesus is interrupted uh, as he walks past this certain woman uh, who's also in need of a miracle. So as Jesus moves in this text, we will discover a few things about this certain woman. The first thing that we will discover, uh, Pastor Buckley, about this certain woman is the agony that she endured. Verses 25 and 26, uh, they reads, And a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years uh, and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had uh, and was nothing better but rather grew worse. So here we have a certain woman who has no name but is well known by her condition. The woman has now been hemorrhaging for 12 years. She's been bleeding for as long as Jairus' daughter has been alive. She has been bleeding since Jesus was about 20 years old. She is having a constant loss of blood that would involve a loss of strength. Realistically, any female that has this kind of uh, problem would be medically, they would experience uh, an increased chance of dying. She would experience a number of physical ailments. The constant blood loss that this woman is enduring would have made her weak and anemic. She probably turned pale. It would even uh, have us to think of her condition as if as if it was a plague. Now the word plague is the same word that is translated as whip. So this would mean that her disease was like a scourge or a leather whip and it was constantly beating her day by day. The bleeding that this woman is experiencing has caused her to be in a condition that would make her ritually unclean. Now, according to the law that's recorded in Leviticus chapter 15, verses 25 through 33, a woman was considered unclean for seven days during her period of menstruation. But here we have a woman who was unclean not only for seven days, but she was unclean for 12 years. So anything that she touched... He slept in uh, wherever she sat, whoever she touched, whomever touched her, and whomever she lay with would all be considered ritually unclean. This woman could not go to the synagogue to worship. She could not go to the temple. She could not have normal friendships. She was literally considered an outcast. This woman had to endure a huge amount of aggravated agony. 
text goes on to say this woman suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and nothing was better but rather grew worse. Woman had been to all the doctors of her day. Now mind you, the doctors of her day were not like our doctors. The doctors in her time were only guys who tried remedies, hoping that these remedies would work. So the text says that she suffered under their care. Uh, she suffered because they were trying things uh, that they probably thought of on the spot uh, and it hadn't been TP. Tried and proven. Name a few of these remedies. A rabbi by the name of Yochanan uh, Alexander uh, of a loom and crocus, uh, a yellow or orange plant, uh, hortensis, uh, the weight of a zuzi each. Uh, let them be bruised together and given in wine to the woman that had an issue of blood. But they said, uh, but if this don't work, Take of Persian onion nine logs, uh, boil them in wine and give it to her to drink and say, get up from your flux. But just in case that didn't work, uh, set her in a place where two ways meet uh, and let her hold a cup of wine in her hand uh, and let somebody come behind and scare her and say, get up from your flux. But if this don't work, take a handful of cumin and a handful of crockers and a handful of fenu Greek. Let these be boiled and given to her to drink and say, arise from thy flux. We have to understand is that this woman went through all of this because number one, she had a problem with blood that wouldn't stop running. Then number two, she saw doctors of remedies and not the doctor of righteousness. Because she saw doctors of remedies, her situation grew worse. So she did not seek a real doctor until now. The sweet children of God, we all got problems. We all have issues. Uh, we all have conditions that no doctor can fix. Uh, uh, some of us got head issues. Some of us got heart issues. Uh, but if we just run to the doctor who can make a blind man see and a, and a lame man walk and a dumb man talk and a dead man live. Uh, if we just get to the doctor who is BKA better known as uh, Dr. Jesus uh, and he is AKA as known as uh, Jehovah Rapha, uh, the Lord who heals. Uh, if we just get to him, uh, I know that he'll make everything all right. Uh, if you want the right results you have got to get to the right source to receive the right outcome let's continue not only do we notice the agony that she endured but we will also discover the assurance that she enveloped 
text said in verse 27 and 28, when she had heard of Jesus, she came in the press behind and touched his garment. But she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall behold. If this sir woman have now made up in her mind that she will get to this man named Jesus. She comes up with a plan and executes her plan despite her weakness and rejection. Text says, when she had heard of Jesus. So after seeking many physicians and not getting better, this woman heard about Jesus. Uh, the miracles that he had performed and about his healing power, she believed it. She then forgot about their cultural beliefs and rituals uh, and made her way to Jesus. Mind you, uh, to get to Jesus, uh, she would have rubbed against herself against other people, making them ceremonially unclean. But she did what she had to do. Uh, and sometimes we got to do what we got to do. Huh? We got to forget about the folk that's around us. Huh? We got to forget about the folk that's looking at us crazy. Huh? Because, baby, when you come to church huh, and you know you got a problem, huh, you ought to come to church to praise your way out of your problem. You ain't got time to look at them, huh, looking at them, looking at you, huh, because they looking all ugly in the face. Huh? Baby, excuse me. Huh? I got a praise on the inside. And I gotta get it out. If I step on your shoe, excuse me. If I ruin your stockings, excuse me. On the inside, and I gotta get it out. The Bible says, let everything that had breath praise the Lord. Is there anybody here that can testify with me that the Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so? You ought to be saying something right now. You ought to be shouting right now. You ought to be giving God glory right now. You ought to be giving a hallelujah right now. Forget them. I got something I got to praise them for. Because when I think about the goodness of Jesus and all that is done for me. My soul cries out hallelujah when I think about how he set me free. My, my, my. Pressed her way through the crowd. Didn't care who she touched. I don't care if it make you ceremonially unclean, but if I praise them and you join along with me, my praise 
and your praise will cause a spiritual chemical reaction and we can blow some stuff up the hell you're going through boom the troubles you're going through boom everything you've been dealing with boom the depression you've been going through boom I don't care I gotta praise And she touched his garment. That sounds good. We must know that the word touch carries the Greek expression literally means, meaning to fasten to, to cling to, or to grasp. Huh? So she says, if I just grasp his garment, huh, I'll be made whole. Uh, so at this point, it is when she develops her faith and assurance, uh, puts it in an envelope, uh, tuck it away, uh, and presses her way uh, through the crowd and touch. Uh, she took her, put it in an envelope, licked the envelope, sealed it, tucked it away. Crawled through the crowd and said, if I just grab hold to him, I'll be made whole. Uh, so now according to the gospel of Luke chapter 8 verse 44 in the English Standard Version, it says she touched the fringe of his garment. So, and according to the law in Numbers chapter 15, verses 37 through 41, the Jews were to put tassels or fringes on the bottom of their robes to mark or remind them that they were people of God. Though the woman was ceremonially defiled, she touched everybody. As she was pressing her way to her healing. So she touched everybody else. She rubbed off on them. But when she touched Jesus, he rubbed off on her. Good God to my. And might I suggest that you child of God. That sometimes you can't wait till Jesus get to you. You got to learn to press your way to get through to him. Huh? Folk will count you out, write you off, relinquish your rights to be. Press your way. Huh? The degree of difficulty may be high, huh? but press your way. Huh? Sometimes you have some walls have been built huh? and ditches hoping that you might not never overcome, huh? but press your way. Huh? Because when you get to Jesus huh? and you get a touch from Him, huh? everything that was wrong huh? will become right. Huh? Everything that was crooked huh? will become straight. Huh? Every rebellious child huh? will become an obedient child huh? every sign of cancer huh? will be cleaned up huh? every sign of depression huh? you shall be healed huh? all I need huh, is a touch uh. 
have to stop. Got to learn to stop right where you are. See, the problem is, Pastor, we teach them to run to pray. But we need, them, we need to tell them that all they need is a little kneeling room to pray. Because sometimes you ain't got time to get away from your problem. You need to learn to open your mouth in the midst of your problem. Huh? Because this woman was in her problem. Huh? But she learned to press her way to get rid of her problem. Huh? You got to learn to pray your way through some stuff. Huh? You got to learn to say, I won't stop now. Even though they turned me off and counted me out, I'm going to keep pressing my way because the Bible says if God be for us. My last point and we going home. We have looked at the agony she endured. Looked at the assurance she enveloped. Lastly, we'll look at the alterations that she experienced. Verse 29 says, And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. Here, after the woman has touched Jesus' garment, Ted said, And straightway, her fountain of her blood was dried up. So now the word straightway in the Greek carries the connotation meaning immediately. Uh, so as soon as she grabbed on to the fringes of Jesus' robe, her blood issue was immediately dried up. Uh, the great expositor, Dr. Alan Carr, uh, says it this way. He said, she held on to him until she, came to get, she got what she came for. And my brothers and sisters, I parenthetically and, and encourage you and tell you that just like this certain woman, uh, you have to press your way to get what you want. Uh, and sometimes though you get there, uh, what you expect, may not manifest right then huh? but you better get that Jacob spirit huh? and tell the Lord uh, I'm not gonna let go huh? until you bless me huh? they lied on me huh? but I ain't gonna let go huh? they talked about me huh? but I ain't gonna let go huh? they call me everything but a child of God huh? but they drug my name in the mud huh? they laughed at me while I was down huh? they dug deeper ditches huh? while I was already in a ditch but I still ain't gonna let go huh, until you bless my soul. Huh. I need something to happen. Verse 30 says, And Jesus, immediately anointing himself, that the virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? Here Jesus immediately realized that power had left him. Not merely because he had been touched, but because someone who had faith touched him. You got to look at the text. 
everybody, the text said that they thronged him. So that means everybody was around him. Pulled on him, uh, but until the right person uh, with the right faith, uh, with the right need, uh, got the right mindset, uh, said, Come hell or high water, uh, I'm gonna get to this man named Jesus uh, and I'm gonna touch him. Uh, and when I touch him, uh, I'm gonna get what I need. Uh, and when he, she touched him, she got what she needed. So the woman responded with fear and trembling when he said, who touched my clothes? Her fear may have been partly because in working her way through the crowd to get to Jesus, she would have touched many other people, which have made them ritually unclean. So she fell with fear and trembling at the presence of God and told him, I touched you. So mind you, the alterations began when she touched his garments. But they were complete when she approached him with fear. Because her fear led to her faith. The daughter, thy faith have made thee whole. Go in peace. Huh? So, the Greek translation for healed literally means to save. So, healing, being free from her suffering and spiritual salvation, go in peace, is what is meant here. So, this woman goes from being sick to being saved. She goes from being distinct to being a daughter. This certain woman started out with no name. She was poor, couldn't go to the synagogue to worship. She couldn't go to the temple. She couldn't touch other people. She couldn't have a normal life. But now she goes from being a certain woman. To being restored. And called daughter. Because of her faith. Jesus had mercy on her in the midst of him going to perform a miracle on someone else. That's why I don't mind testifying. And I heard the voice of Jesus say, Come unto me and rest. Lay down, thy weary one, lay down. Thy head upon my breast. I came to Jesus as I was. I was weary, wound, and sad. I found in him a resting place, and he has made me glad. Jesus said, Behold, I freely give the living water, thirsty one. Stoop down and drink and live. I came to Jesus and I drank of that life 
life-giving stream. My thirst was quenched and my soul revived and now I live in him. Is there anybody here that can thank God that he kept you when everybody else around you counted you out? They wrote you off. Relinquish your rights to be anybody. Have I got a witness? The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto your own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Is there anybody here that can stand on your feet and turn? I said turn. Turn to your neighbor. Grab that neighbor by the hand. Don't hold that hand. Covered in pigtail juice, but hold that hand like you're covered under the anointing of God and said, Neighbor, oh neighbor, some things I don't know, some things I never know, but one thing I know, God will. God will, God will take good care of me. He picked me up, turned me around, placed my feet on a solid ground. Have I got a witness? Do me one more favor and grab, grab that neighbor by the hand. I want you to shake them and rock them. Rock them and shake them. Shake them and rock them. Rock them and shake them. And say, neighbor, oh neighbor, I wanted to give up. I wanted to give in. But I waited on the Lord. Now look at me. I'm a living testimony. Could have been dead, sleeping in my grave. But the Lord made death step back and behave. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I got a word for you. Weeping may. Weeping may. Weeping may. Weeping may. Endure for a night. But joy. But joy. 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 Joy comes in the morning. Anybody here know that joy didn't come from man? This joy that I have, the world didn't give it.
it to me and the world can't take it away have I got a witness the doors are open Lord I've seen the lightning flash I've heard the thunder roll I felt sin breakers dash trying soul but I heard I heard the voice of Jesus said fight on don't give up don't you quit keep going don't stop fight on fight on fight on yeah yeah to rededicate your life to Christ. You can come to restore your membership. Or you can come to restore your fellowship. The good news all this week is contained in two simple words. God restores. God restores ye who are broken God restores you who have been on the outskirts of life God restores you who have been distanced in your fellowship with the Father God restores if you're here tonight the invitation is extended wherever you are, whoever you are, whatever your need, meet us here. For there is restoration in the house tonight. Just as he did for that woman who had the issue of blood for 12 years, he'll fix your issue tonight. What issue do you have? What, what problem do you bring? What, what burden do you carry?
doors of the church are open. felt like you were getting worse than better mm. he's got a fix for that too you ever felt like you spent all you had on everything and still wasn't making any ground he's got a fix for that too hallelujah Good evening. Mm. I've been before you numerous of times. This is my other grandson. As Reverend Reginald knows, he's had some health and mental issues. But with the help of God, mm. this child now is stable enough mm. to start college. My God. And what? He has struggled. What? Yes, yes, what? yes, yes, yes. God has been good to me. My God, my God, my God. With, with all of the, you know, I haven't had any social help. I've struggled. This was the kid that I was paying $740 a month for his medicine. But I made it through that. I've had the help of the church and all of my family and friends, but I'm gonna tell you, God is able. And he has been, he is now able. He will be enrolling next week, and he is stable. And Reverend Buckley, I thank you for all you've done for me. Both are coming for prayer. I'm going to ask you to take the, person, the hand of the person next to you and let us pray together. Let us pray. Father God, we come now thanking you for the blessing of these two souls, O oh Lord, who come realizing, O oh Lord, that you can restore. No matter the circumstances or the situation, Father, we realize that you are in control. So, Father, we ask, O oh Lord, that you would continue down the, on the journey with this young man. That he would continue on, that he would be able to continue school and, 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 and be able to graduate, Lord. Father, only you could have gotten him this far. Man couldn't, but you only you could have brought him this far. So, Father, we're standing here with him now because we realize and understand, oh, Lord, that only you can carry on. Father, we love you and we need you. We ask, oh, Lord, that you just put your loving arms around him. Father, for this young lady, for whatever her need is, whatever her desire is, oh, Lord, she too comes wanting to be restored, knowing that you are the restorer. So, Father, just bless them now. Touch their lives now, Lord. 
as you've touched many before. Do it now, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. church say amen let's say amen again anybody need a witness and a testimony that God is good you're looking at it right there hallelujah mighty good God and listen 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 I believe this young man the Lord who got you in the college he gonna get you out of college <laughs> yes sir he's that kind of God He's that kind of God. Amen. My God, my God, you bless my heart tonight. The preacher blessed my heart. Amen. The preacher blessed my heart. And then the testimony blessed my heart. God is just a good God. Amen. Amen. Can we bless God for this preacher tonight? Come on, let's bless God for this preacher tonight. Pastor Fields, amen. We bless God for you, man. Hallelujah. Oh, bless his name. Oh, bless his name. Listen, Jackson, Mississippi is blessed with some good preachers. Do I have a witness in here? Amen. And I'm excited. I'm excited for what God is doing in the city of Jackson. Yeah, we got our problems, but we got some preachers. Amen. I believe we're going to pray and preach our way through a lot of this. Amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you. Pine Grove, I know you proud as you can be. Look at them back there. <laughs> God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Y'all be proud of me. Y'all do him right now. Amen. Amen. Hey, Y'all do him right. Amen. That's right. Y'all take care of your pastor. Amen. Preaching like that. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Listen, we got one more night on tomorrow night. Now, we, we have... We've been listening to the Young Bucks for the first two nights. Amen. I'm, we're going to bring in a seasoned saint tomorrow night. Let him close us out tomorrow night. Reverend Dr. Robert McCallum of the Priestly Chapel Missionary Baptist Church in Canton, Mississippi. Amen. Amen. We're in the midst of a great time, and I'm sure he will bring a great word for us on tomorrow night. We're going to hear lastly from this preacher. He will give us the benediction for tonight. Reverend Fields, won't you come for final words? Amen. To God be the glory for all that he's done. Amen. I want to ask Pine Grove, would you just please stand? Pine Grove, thank you so much. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank y'all. Andrea, would you just remain standing? That is my beautiful wife. Amen. The love of my heart, my life. Amen. The peanut butter to my peanut butter jelly sound. Twinkle, twinkle to my little star. Amen. I'm sorry. Amen. To God. <laughs> All of those good things. Amen. That's my love. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Buckley for allowing us to share in these revival services. Amen. We are truly blessed to be a part. I, I seen our Congress president back there, uh, Reverend Walker. Would you stand, Reverend Walker? Thank you, man. He told me he would be here. 
Amen. And I thank God for our Congress president. Amen. Thank you. Amen. God bless. Thank God for our minister of music who travel wherever I go. He's going to be right there. Thank God for Minister Corey Kine. Amen. With that being said and done, let's go home. I'm hungry. God, we thank you. We ask God now that as we get ready to leave this place, that you would encamp your angels around us. Keep us, cover us. Thank you for the word. Thank you for restoration. God, thank you for the life of that young man. God, we ask God that you continue to stabilize him, Lord God. God, make him new. Make him whole, Lord God. We're believing that just like you got him in college, God, we're believing that you'll get him through college. God, that he can come out being a testifying soldier and a witnessing warrior, telling the world about where you brought him from. God, thank you for the people of K Chapel. Thank you, God, for Pastor Buckley. God, we ask now, God, that you pray. We pray special blessings upon K Chapel. Also, Pine Grove. God, we love you. We thank you. God, now by your grace, the sweet communion of your Holy Spirit, Rest, rule, abide henceforth now and forevermore. And the children of God say amen. 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 amen.